out the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strongman stumbles, or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. Credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood. Hey everybody, thanks for again for listening to another episode of Rules of the Arena podcast. Uh, today we're sitting down with Euless Payne, personal trainer, personal trainer at River City Ironworks Gym here in River Falls. Uh, he's also a coach of the River Falls powerlifting team. Just competed at Nationals? Yeah, we're, I just, just got back tonight yeah. uh, coaching our kids <laughs> at Nationals over in uh, Appleton, Wisconsin. I was following you guys on Instagram. It looked like you had quite a few people up on the podium. Yeah, great day actually. We had 13 kids competing and... Um, Ten of them made top ten in the nation with two national champs. Damn, awesome. Uh, you also former college football player and thrower for University of Tom, uh, St. Thomas? Yeah, back in the day when I thought I was an athlete, I played some. <laughs> uh, I played college football all four years, and I, I did some, some track and field. I threw shot put, hammer, discus. Thought he was an athlete. I watched you pull 800 pounds, and, <laughs> and it moved like it was closer to 250. <laughs> Uh, and you've been competing in strong strongman and powerlifting since you're 18. Also, a mass wrestling competitor. What the hell is that? Mass wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's uh, Eastern Eastern Russia, uh, Russian form of wrestling. It's like tug of war with a with a wooden stick. Uh, you're basically going against guys all over the world, and you're both sitting down on a, on a board. You have a stick right in the middle. You got to just grab it, try to pull the sucker right over, or let him let go of the board. That sounds up. He's got to look right now. Let's, let's back this up for a half second. How do you how do you spell this? What M- is this? M A S wrestling. All right, I'm looking this up. I have to see this. It's yeah. a lot more difficult than it looks because it's I, the max power. It sounds can, ridiculously hard. Yeah, but it's really fun. <laughs> it's really quick. So my high school didn't offer that in gym class. So where did you even find that one? Uh, I learned about that sport probably like three years ago, competing in a strongman contest oh. over in a. Los Angeles, and uh, I happen to have a knack for it. Uh, pro- I learned a lot of it, like being quick off the ball with football. You know, right when the ref says go, you start pulling as hard as you can. Uh, I have long levers. You know, like you said, you've seen like, my deadlift; it's pretty good. So having those the strong back and <laughs> <laughs> pretty good, yeah, eight hundred pounds. Like I've watched videos uh, on YouTube and such of people pulling eight hundred. You're oh, that's a lot of weight, and then you see it in person, like that's a lot of damn weight. Ulysses <laughs> <laughs> is being humble. He's pulled eight fifty five. Everyone, uh, we're also sitting down tonight with uh, my my coach Condon. He was on a previous episode, and my buddy Justin. Who, if you listen to the first episode, he that was his voice on there. Oops. <laughs> Not by choice. There's Barry, he bribed me. <laughs> now, you started in football. Did you do that in high school, or did you just kind of pick it up in college? Uh, almost. I, I didn't start playing football until I was 17. Sure. I was a big basketball player, like 200 pounds ago. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, played that, like, year in, year out. And then uh, by 17, decided I got, you know, I got more into lifting in high school and decided let's give football a try. Uh, I had a way better knack for that. <laughs> And where did the, the, at one point, did you decide, I want to take up strongman and or powerlifting? So powerlifting started right when I was at, uh, at 18, senior year of high school. I met a good friend of mine, uh, happened to be on a team for another school. I didn't realize he was like a national champion at the time. But he asked like, hey, if you know your school doesn't have it, do you want to come lift with us? I'm like, sure, why not? I, heard you, I just heard about the sport. Uh, turns out it was a great team. Went to high school back in Milwaukee there. Five, six-time national champions, ten-time state champs, and they they brought me in. And I trained with them, uh, and within a few months, I I won second in state my senior year. Uh, and I love the sport, you know, just being able to compete, not just lifting in the gym, but being able to keep beat. Uh, gave me a bigger perspective. And then about a few months right after that, I signed up for my first strongman show. Uh, I had no idea what strongman was, <laughs> no idea. I worked out at a YMCA, and some guys so like you should try it out. Um, I did. I didn't know at the time it was going against some of the biggest amateurs in the country. It just happened to be my hometown. I was going against guys who had competed World's Strongest Man now. What show was that? Bradford Beach. Oh, really? Way back when. Yep. And there's 18-year-old me. Never <laughs> never did Strongman. The promoter's telling me, like, you're, you know, this isn't a show for amateurs. These are going to have guys all over the country, top amateurs. I'm like, I, I really don't care. I'm just here to lift. I'm here to see what I can do. Uh, got my ass handed to me. Uh, I only trained about two weeks for the show, but I fell in love with it right away. 
And then that from strongman then doing the powerlifting and that eventually evolved into you coaching yes uh, i learned yeah i had a knack for coaching i learned i mean even right out of high school um my friends would see that i had more experience you know with competing and and they would always ask me hey can you help me with my workouts uh, i learned actually i enjoyed it throughout college i did it um tried i went to st thomas trying to be a lawyer that didn't work <laughs> <laughs> and i tried to be a businessman didn't like that either but i learned i had a knack for coaching and i enjoyed science a lot so i tried to Combine that into making it a job. Sure. Which training worked, uh, being a personal trainer. I've been a strength coach before as well at uh, Hopkins High School. So just taking all that experience. And now I, I take it all to River City Ironworks. Now, how do you get involved with River City Ironworks? I mean, that's where the first time I saw you was down there. Yeah, so I got involved uh, knowing the owner, Jesse Reamer. I'd known him for a few years. I'd say about three or four years. And um, just happened to be perfect timing. I was... Working at a community center in Grove Heights, I had worked there for two years. Basically, moved up as high as I could. I was ready to move on. Had no idea where I wanted to go. I was told myself never work at a commercial gym. And he just texted me out of the blue one day saying, "Hey, I got this. About to buy this gym. Uh, want you as a trainer? Well, want to know what you think?" Had no idea how that was going to go, and I stopped in, and uh, I was blown away by it. I mean, you know, you've been to the gym yeah, before. Yeah, I, I went down there. Uh, my uh, friend Christina he goes oh you should check out this gym new owner blah 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 and I walked in there I was working at a more fitness club if you will mm -hmm. a different clientele and I walk in and I'm seeing all the strongman equipment all these things that I've never seen before it's like oh I want to lift right now and I'm yeah. in a business shirt damn it yeah. <laughs> oh, I was the same way I mean within the first five minutes of walking in the gym I'm like I have to work here uh, and and it's it's been great. I mean, being able to you know work on my own schedule. Uh, I love the town of River Falls. I didn't think I would, but I do. <laughs> uh, and yeah, it's just it's just been a great turnaround. No, it's a great atmosphere down there. I like it. Other gyms I've worked at, whether they've been a chain or even family owned, but where they're marketing more towards a broad spectrum of clientele, it. Like, I would lift heavy at my previous gym, and I'd be shushed by people saying, mm -hmm. you need to calm down. And over here, you lift heavy, you make it or you don't. People are like, oh, nice job. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is fun. Exactly, yeah. You can lift heavy in, in the pit, but then, like, they'll still you'll still have that 80-year-old couple just doing right. the machines, and they're not bothered by any right. of that. It's a whole whole new landscape, if you will, there. Mm -hmm. Now, I watched you a couple months ago. Uh, you're competing... Out where? I was over in Los Angeles. Los Angeles. That was Los Angeles. Yeah. And I saw I saw the live video feed for a little bit there. Didn't get to watch the whole thing. I know you tore a bicep. Yeah, it was it was bittersweet. Uh, I didn't. I was keeping some tabs on how I was doing. Points wise, I didn't realize I was like in first place. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, on the fishing pole deadlift, which is a very strange, different deadlift event. Uh, basically, like lifting up a telephone pole from the ground with weight on it. Um, Never done it before. Was trying to learn it during the event, and uh, I was about the second to last guy. I was last man standing, so we had about six hundred pounds on. It was me and only two other guys, and I was getting it, and I f I started to feel and and hear like cardboard ripping, and I felt it in my bicep. Uh, so instantly I just let go of it, and I looked. I'm like, all right, well my bicep's like not in the same spot as it was before. <laughs> uh, it didn't hurt, luckily, but even like the like the the guy. The MC like knew like oh oh geez he just hurt himself, um, so that was pretty bittersweet because that was my first injury, real serious injury ever in a contest. Uh, I never had to pull out a contest before, but I knew just like moving it, I could barely move my arm. Like if I keep trying to compete, it's not going to end well. Um, so I you know I sucked I sucked my pride up. Uh, said like yep, I'll I'll sit out for day two, um, and then all in the end I found out you know I had high high enough lead. Going into day two, that I end up taking fifth overall. Damn. <laughs> and part of that competition, I mean, how? I mean, you've competed internationally, correct? Uh, no, no I, I, you I have. Okay. No, I've just seen the little bios and everything. Where, and Mike, I saw you were out cross pond last year. Was it? I haven't been out of the country to compete, um, but I'm going to be going to Norway. In the summertime, mm. that'll be fun. There have been offers to compete overseas, but then it's, there's always the fun. I was just telling Mike before this the fun issues of like dealing with visas, or like I've learned now if you want to go to <laughs> Russia, you need to get not just your visa in, but you need to get a security clearance. Sure. Uh, and I was invited to a contest in Russia, and my security clearance, they didn't, 
they didn't let, say it was okay. They didn't let me in. So I couldn't even, <laughs> I couldn't even apply the visa. Because <laughs> I'm really prepared and I had questionnaire ready because... Well, yeah, come on, Gordon. <laughs> Jesus. All right. We're, uh, we're just a bunch of professionals here. Yeah. Right. Well, no, I mean, I honestly have some, like, questions about, like, the... Uh, so... The the only reason you didn't compete was the security clearance, right? Why why was the security clearance not? They actually never gave me a, a straightforward answer. Really? Yeah. So like the promoter for the U.S. on the U.S. team, um, even told me, you know, he was calling me about. It. He's like, like, oh, U.S. you'll, you know, you'll win for sure. That's what I was telling the people at the embassy. I honestly like joke with him like I don't think you should have told Putin was. Yeah, you don't tell Russians that. That's why you didn't get it. You probably should have told like the the Russian people running yeah. this contest like, oh yeah, my U.S. Putin called up Trump. Yeah. and was like, hey man, don't let this. So I was just invited. I was just invited again uh, this year. The contest will be over in September. So. We'll see if that if that actually right. works. This so where where are like uh, besides you know like if you're not competing in the U.S. where are the big countries to, to compete in? England, know? England, okay. England. That's strongman's. Would you say probably my probably the biggest spot for for strongman right it's now? It's like in Europe, strongman is celebrated like American football is here. Okay. It, or or soccer is enormous in Europe, but strongman is like the second. So sport. American baseball. <laughs> Yeah, that's probably a good yeah. way to put it. Yeah, people show up and sit for hours to watch that. Absolutely. <laughs> well, here you'll, you'll go to a strongman show, and even if it's like a high-level contest, you might have a couple hundred people. They'll fill Leeds Arena with ten thousand people, and it'll be all tickets sold out. You know, it's just a completely different feeling towards a sport where in America it seems like no one really cares. It's just a little different. Or like for like this, if you want to go to a contest where you'll see the smallest audience, it's probably like world's strongest. Yeah, in the yeah. USA. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it was in Britain or something. Yeah, like if that. it was it'd in Britain, they'd, they'd be huge. It'd, they'd sell out. So okay. Uh, why like is there any reason why it's so much bigger over there? Is it just they drum up just a little bit more interest for whatever reason? Definitely popularized more. Like it's on TV. You can okay. watch it on TV anytime. We're here, world's strongest man on on. Uh, CBS Sports, like you can only watch it once or twice a year. Uh, if you go overseas, like you'll be able to watch any strongman show whenever you want. Um, a lot, same with contests. I mean, it's it's tough to popularize these events where it's way easier to like promote a football game or high school basketball game. Um, so a, a lot of it's just hard to get the name out there. People don't understand. Some people don't still don't understand the sport, or they get it mixed up you know i tell people oh i power lift but they they get strongman or vice versa so a lot of it's just getting people the knowledge out there so they know about it okay i'd say a lot of it is people have a very difficult time relating to strongman absolutely if you look at crossfit it exploded because everyone well everyone can pick up a 95 pound bar right so they have a chance to compete in that sport soccer all you need is a ball and two cones to kick a ball and play the sport well strongman it's so the sport itself is so insanely difficult in what you do. People just don't get or appreciate what it's like to carry over a thousand pounds. Like it's just it's not something that people are like, oh, I want to be a part of that. But absolutely. Like, yeah, they just <laughs> well, don't. to be completely yeah, honest, yeah. I can't um, conceptualize carrying that. Right, much. right. Like, That's not fair because I'm gonna I'm... carry a Toyota. Like <laughs> <laughs> But we do that. For real. <laughs> I remember being a little kid at my grandma's house, you know, flipping through cable, yeah. and all of a sudden I see these guys and they're picking up this giant keg onto a platform. I'm like, yeah. Oh, what's this? I'll sit down, watch this, and then, oh God, I must have been 10, 12 maybe at the time, and then years go by, and then kind of hear about Strongman, like, I can't do that, blah, blah, blah. And then I met Justin here. And playing rugby with him, and then we joke about how much we can lift, and he's like, oh, I can deadlift twice as much as you could in high school, blah, blah, blah. And now I'm working with a coach on Strongman, and who I'm and trying I'm to sign up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, somebody both. made the smarter choice. Like yeah. 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 I'm lifting a lot of kegs, just not nearly as far. Yeah. <laughs> it's lifted with a purpose and two different reasons. You're lifting for you, I'm lifting for them. Yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely. I mean, even... I mean, I myself didn't hear about the sport of strongman until 
like I said, I was 18. I remember like two years prior, I, I watched, <clears> say they flipped through the channels on vacation, watched Real Strongest Man. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. But say they're like, I, I can't do that. I'm not strong enough to do that kind of stuff. So then I just forgot about it. Um, so like just like Mike said, it's it's so difficult for people to see those events and think, oh yeah, I can do that. I want to get on board with that. It used to be like, you know, it still is like, oh, those, those are the freaks. That's the freak show. These guys who can do these inhuman things right well it's like the the dude like pulling a truck with his teeth exactly you know having a, a car run over your junk like and <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i've watched that show like, <laughs> <laughs> didn't think it was possible and then it was yeah exactly and watching the arnold sports classic the youtube stream mm. and then seeing uh hapthor pull a thousand four Forty-one, like yep. it was nothing, and had enough time and energy to nod and smile at the crowd. It's like, dear God, and that, Grant, that's on a whole another ballpark than I could ever hope to be on. But makes yeah, you, makes you wonder what we're all doing, huh? <laughs> <Right>? Yeah. <laughs> well, so if there was like, uh, I mean, we have like, you know, there's all the, like the reality shows where like you have the American Ninja and you know American Gladiator and stuff like that. If there was like an American like strongman show, like what events would be in it? Like what? What? What would bring in the crowds? Do you think? Log, gigantic log press. Everything that looks really big. Yeah. Because if, <laughs> car deadlifting. Yeah, car. <laughs> when, when you're picking up things that people see every day, that they go, "Oh wow, that's really heavy." That's something they can relate to. So if you're gonna carry, like, they have car walk. So if they, you know, they'll they'll take out the bottom of a car and you lock with it like Fred Flintstone. Wait, what? Really? No, oh, yeah, you're yeah, joking. It's a great about thing. Thing. <laughs> I, love, I love that event. It's, yeah, that's like <laughs> that's well, amazing. literally. Fred Flintstone with the Toyota or whatever. Yeah. So that I would, would watch be that movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's redo the Flintstones right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I guess like Mike said, events that like kind of wow the crowd, like they see it like that's insane, like pulling a fire truck or or airplane. Yeah. Um, deadlifting a car, lifting lifting up a giant like wooden tree. <laughs> or they'll do. Uh, the, I, was, I was mentioning the yoke earlier where it was like a thousand pounds. Well, people don't know what that is, but they know a fridge is heavy, so they'll put a fridge right. on each side so you'll carry two fridges on this big U-shaped frame on your back, and people are just going, oh my god. Yeah. How can people do that? Okay. Well, the, the- I, I think the reason why Strongman hasn't grown in popularity is because uh, for a pro Strongman with all the really, really, really big guys like Ulysses, you know, most people can't see a route to get there ever, and there isn't money to support it. Like, if you want to go to the NFL, you can be a cornerback at 200 pounds, and you can make millions of dollars. You know, there isn't that. We've all tried that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there isn't that light at the tunnel of, oh, if I get this good, I'll get this much money. You know, you really have to love the sport because you love it, not mm. for what you get out of it. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I remember the the one event that really has stuck out to me over the years was I, they called it the fingers or something. Ah, uh, the fingal fingers. Yes. Yes. Where there, it's a series of pulls in a row, and they're just trying to flip it back up the other side yep. as quickly as possible. And I, I remember, telephone pole size. Yeah, yeah. And, and I remember watching that. And the first few, the guy just kind of took them and like they're nothing. And then he mm-hmm. got the big ones, like, oh Jesus Christ, it's the two stories tall. Yeah, and you have to flip that. What is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, increasing weight, and like both Mike and I have done those that events. And I don't know about your experience. The first time I did it, did a heavy one. I'm like, oh, if I like mess this up. This will crush me. Yeah. <laughs> and it's up to me to get out of the way. Exactly. <laughs> as fatigued as I am, my life is still in my hands. Yeah. That's another that's another event too where people would see that and even if they don't get the like each one weighs more, they're like, wow, that looks insane. Like that looks really cool. So that'd be another like like eye You'd catcher. Be like, this is a really big caber toss. I don't know what's going yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> another popular one, at least the worlds they've always had for crowd please, is like the keg toss. Oh, I love keg. Where toss. they're just they're literally just tossing kegs over a like a high bar as high as they can. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's tried that at one point, just taking a keg and just tossing as high as you can. I, I remember the Thor on Instagram or YouTube, whatever the hell it was. But he took one. He's standing at like a probably your field goal post standing at at an angle probably 45 degree and flipped it through over his head and there's this like the second where it's floating through the air and somehow he managed to get it between the two poles Mm -hmm. and it's like how the hell did you just chuck that 30 yards at an angle 
Yeah. It's half Thor's something special. Right, yeah. He he's got all the tools. He's what, six nine? Six nine, he's four hundred twenty pounds. With abs. <laughs> <laughs> Legitimately has a six pack at four and over four hundred pounds. He's a freak of nature. So as competitors, what is like I mean, so everything you've been talking about, like get to get people excited is like a spectacle, right? Yeah. What what is the most impressive like spectacle event that you've seen? In person? Well, no, just like, or heard of, or seen online, or on TV, or whatever. Like, what is the one thing that you're like, holy shit, that was cool? For us, or for what we think other people? No, for, for, for you. For us. For you. Hmm. I could go first. <laughs> well, <laughs> for me, since I do lift heavy weights, you know, I understand what the numbers mean. Like, 700-pound deadlift to an 800-pound deadlift. It just blows my mind how hard that is. And then Gordon brought up that Half-Thor deadlifted 1,041. That, to me, is the most visually... It's just, just mind blowing. Mind blowing because I can't. I've, I've had a thousand on my back. I can't fathom what it's like to have that <laughs> amount of weight in your hands from the floor. <laughs> so to me, that's yeah. the greatest spectacle. Okay. Because the deadlift's the ultimate test of a man's strength. I think that's okay. e- deadlift. I think even as a layman, someone watching, you can see the pressure the on their body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And watch and even if you just watch a highlight clip and you know people where they're three quarters of the way up and all of a sudden their nose starts bleeding mm-hmm. because it's just so much pressure. On them, yeah. yeah. So, speaking of bleeding, mine will probably be Eddie Hall's deadlift. Oh yeah. man, yeah. um, oh. <laughs> I'll never died. forget the day I saw that and thought, just like, holy shit, deadlifting 1100 pounds that you know that was not even fathomed in human history, and this guy did it fairly easily. Yeah, like, it's so uh, scary. And I mean, I've, I've attempted on like blocks or so higher heights on deadlift. I've attempted a thousand pounds. I'm like moved in, thought like this will break my back. So to think that someone did off the floor, uh, even more than that is like insane. With a power bar too. Yeah. Not a, well, way more difficult bar to use. So for for the layman, yep. can you put this in context? Like, what's a power bar? Okay. For so one? so the deadlift. If for people that are listening that don't know what that is, it's where you have the barbell on the ground with plates on it, right? So different bars are designed for different things. A deadlift specific bar will flex or bend a little more so that you don't feel the full weight of the bar until let's say if it starts at mid shin, you'll feel all the weight right below your knee. Just to give an example, a power bar is a lot stiffer, so you'll feel more of that weight immediately as you- Right off the the ground. So it's like you're lifting the full amount of the weight immediately from wherever the bar is at. A deadlift bar will flex a lot more and make it a, a little easier. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The extreme opposite of a deadlift bar would be a car axle. So another yep. thing in Strongman is it's a thick bar that has zero flex. Right. So it's but thick as a Coke can. Yeah. The solid gold cans right here. Yep. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The 30 on the table right now. <laughs> For how that uh, went, check out DOO earlier this evening. Like. <laughs> and yeah, you look by, so there's no bend. It's thicker, so it's harder to hold on to. Much harder to hold on to. And um, yeah, there's no give to it at all, no matter how much you have on there. <laughs> Jesus. So all those all those make a difference when you're going to lift. <laughs> I've been getting into lifting more and more. I've seen different style, like the Texas Power Bar, the Ohio Bar, mm-hmm. Rogue. Wait, does each there. state have their own bar? <laughs> Apparently. Not, not yet. They're trying to get it. <laughs> working on the Wisconsin Bar right now. Yeah. yeah. That's, that one's I made worked a lot cheese. of those. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's a different kind of lift. Yeah. Well, you just gotta stressing. throw people out of it. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get off my friend. Not that's different. That's way, that's way different. But uh, yeah, like the Rogue had their elephant bar or something. Yeah, the elephant like deadlift bar. It's their specialty bar that I'm actually trying to look to buy, but they they don't sell it. I'll I'll pitch in a couple hundred for that. Yeah. I want one. <laughs> on, on the note of bars. 
if, if anyone's familiar with it. I know you've seen it. Do you guys familiar with Joe Sullivan at all? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you see that bar bend that happened to him? Yes, <laughs> I did. It's like that was six, 600 pounds, I think it was. Six something. Like 675. He, and it, he drops into, the, hits full squat. Yep, comes up and the bar just bends around him. <laughs> yep. yep, and I remember like listening to his thing about. It. He's like, I, I couldn't move. <laughs> like it, there was no give. It was the worst experience of my life. And then I can't get it racked again. That yeah. was probably a commercial, like just a gym commercial grade bar. Yep. Um, which most of those are made of like shit. So like you have a lot of weight and they will just bend like that. It's I pulled horrible. It, I pulled it, up it, it morphed around his back. Yeah. He, oh Jesus! It was just <laughs> enough weight where it stayed. A straight bar at the top, and then in the like bottom, down, yeah, just, on the acceleration out of the hole, it was too much for the bar, and it just totally rounded over his back. And so, was, people in regular gyms do not try to lift cars. No. <laughs> no. Come to River City Ironworks. Yeah. <laughs> River Falls, Wisconsin. Yeah. No, I've, I've seen a handful of people. I, I do uh, experience in Woodbury. I live in, Wood, in Wolverine across the border. I, I've seen a handful of people go big weight there. That's kind of what happens. Yeah, yeah the guy exactly. gets out, and I'm like, "What's oh, swinging? I can't, I can't use that." I have, I have bed bars like LA Fitness. Um, they don't appreciate that. Yeah, but no one's gonna tell you no. Yeah, no. Say <laughs> like, yeah, no. After you do, you don't tell them. Like, yeah, yeah, you're the fine. worst is when in any Dyna I did. I used to live right over there, and I I trained there. I deadlifted like 765 on their one of the regular bars and it, it bent bad. Not, <laughs> not, not Joe Sullivan bad, but like I put it down and it, it didn't flex back to normal. And the manager just like looked at me just like, why? <laughs> why did you do that? Yeah, why, why did you? <laughs> like I said, they were going to tell me to leave. I was freaking paying them. <laughs> uh, Should have told them, I'm not lifting marshmallows over here. <laughs> in a real bar. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was, that was awkward. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> then you list your your lift or your your um not not dead wait, wait, wait. your most impressive thing. Thank you. We just talked about that. That is literally what we just. Well, talked that's what about. I'm. I'm wondering where you're going with this. Yeah, like the <laughs> most know, impressive I, lift I've done, or like. Well, folks, I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a long day. I mean, I don't mean I don't mean to call you out or anything. It, no, but. no, ADD just went on full <laughs> blast. I'm home. There. I'm going drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I quit. <laughs> oh, man. Does that mean I'm not getting paid? Yeah, nope, sorry. You're out. Wait, you're getting paid? <laughs> no. No, I, 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 have, I am not. Filing bankruptcy, I'll open up under a new company next year. <laughs> ah, but, shit. But yeah, going under the big lifts, um, you sent me Dan Green powerlifting. Yeah, that was nine, 900 beltless. That was insane, too. That's I was ludicrous. A lot of respect to that, because that's... Not many humans in the world have done that beltless. I just saw a thing today. I was I was scrolling through Instagram and saw a thing he put up, and it's he thought he'd injured his forearm, is what he said. Yeah, and he's holding it up. It's all bruised and bad and, and mm-hmm. beat it up. And he, he next video he shows him doing the left where he hurt himself. Uh-huh. Well, it turns out he just tore his bicep. Like he's out for uh, I don't know how long. That'll take him out for a bit. <laughs> yeah. But he's like, yeah. I'm like, wait, was this before the 900 pounds? See, I, I didn't. I can't figure either. it out. I saw that same post, and he said he was lifting with straps to try and let his forearm heal. Because he, when you take that grip with your palm facing forward mm-hmm. on a deadlift, it's a lot more strain on your bicep. And then in that video that he posted with it, mm-hmm. he did strain it there. I don't know when he did that, or if that was just recently where he pulled it. So mm-hmm. I don't know. If that dude pulled nine hundred pounds with a torn bicep, I fucking quit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah so, some guys do stuff like that. What, uh, what, what lift, what kind of lift was, was this? Deadlift. 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 Oh, okay, just straight I, Okay. Yeah. Video time. Here we go again. Yeah. I just, well, I mean, just got Instagram like, on the fly. I just no, got no, Instagram loaded. So, like, yeah. the, the only problem is uh, videos do not translate to audio very well. No. Um, <laughs> to give you a, uh, a an example of what this man looks like, I mean, basically just shave a gorilla. <laughs> um... <laughs> And, and give okay. abs. Um, it's kind of it's kind of it's fucked up. But um, <laughs> Dad, I don't mean it. Don't find this me. For I mean accurate description. I mean, I've um, shaved a lot of gorillas in my day. I guess I don't. I mean, he, <laughs> <laughs> do you go to high school, with Gordon, or what? I, well, I mean, he was talking about what his locker room tasted like. like. I'm just kind of coming back to it. Um. Where is it? I just worked at a zoo, man. Like, 
We had like, to use him as like gatekeepers. This, this, yeah. is, this is Dan Green. He is an absolute monster. Okay, yeah, no, he does look like a shaved gorilla. <laughs> um, he's lifting oh, that bent, that bar. It has a bend in it. I yeah. think that's a normal thing, right? Mm-hmm. Death bar. He looks constipated. Yeah, that's the look um, we all make. When we <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's that whole, hey, breathe through it, and then you get the big lift. So like, hold your breath. So hold yeah. your breath, hold it. I might shit my pants. <laughs> I've done that. Yeah. Done that before. Oh, yeah. is that a common thing? You've never lifted heavy if you haven't pooped your pants. Nope. <laughs> okay. All right. Good to know. I, I, I have lifted that heavy. I, I have mean, never I, lifted I, heavy. I have cropped the hell out of a gym in Minnesota. Oh, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> Getting on the squat. Don't fight. Don't fight. Yeah, don't fight. Don't, don't fight. fight. Don't fight. <laughs> the best is if you're wearing headphones. You just act like nothing happened. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of the heaviest thing I've lifted today is this pint glass. So. <laughs> and that's only half full. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it's I, I couldn't fathom picking that weight up one at this any point in time, but yeah. let alone injured, but belt, yeah, injured and beltless. I mean, some the difference. One belt's used for safety, but it does keep everything tighter to to lift heavier. So, so to, what, what what's a belt? Like a, a, a exercise weightlifting belt. Um, I mean, there's all many different kinds. Okay. You can find them at like a like a Dick Sporting Goods, or you can get specialty ones for heavier lifting. And it it keeps the back compressed, keeps everything tight, uh, mostly for safety. So if if you see someone like Dan Green doing that beltless, just so it shows how much like raw strength he really has. <laughs> so a lot of the reason why you'd wear a belt in the first place is because. It helps to increase what you call your IAP or your intra-abdominal pressure. So if you're going to pick up something heavy, you know, oh, it looks like he's going to poop. Well, what do you do? What? <laughs> Just using it as a common example for everyone that poops, which is hopefully everyone. everyone. Hopefully well, everyone. I mean, there's a wait, book wait, about wait, it. Wait, yeah, wait, wait, everyone poops. The example. Let's <laughs> <laughs> back this up. This is coming from the guy that's got shorts under his kilt. I'm just backing this up. The, for everyone that poops, for those of you who don't. For those of you who don't. <laughs> In general. Do I really want to go to this gym? (laughs) (laughs) They don't have a copy of everyone. Except for you, you're not allowed. (laughs) You should come. It's a cool place. No, I want to. Well, I I have a a, a topic to come back to once we get past this. Okay. About about gyms and like different environments. So we'll we'll come back to that. But back to people pooping. Okay, back to people pooping. (laughs) Intra-abdominal pressure is taking your breath in. Like in your diaphragm and bracing against it, so flexing your abdomen to create that pressure, which will help you not bend in your spine. Okay. So if you have a belt on, and then it's a little bit tighter than if you were to brace your abs without it, it's going to increase the intra-abdominal pressure, which will help you stay more stable throughout your your spine in general. So from your shoulders to your hips, the more you can make that a solid lever through abdominal pressure, the more weight you can lift. Because if your spine will round from picking something up heavy, well, number one, you're probably gonna get injured. So to some degree, it does help you stay protected. But uh, lifting without a belt, like Dan Green did with that 900 pounds, is so impressive because he didn't have that additional aid to increase and bracing against. So it's just insane. Because almost everyone, I mean, You'll go through your, your warm-ups for lifting heavy weights, let's say. And let's say for for me personally, like I don't usually wear a belt until I get to about 600 pounds. But then I need it. And Dan Green did 900 without a belt. That's amazing. I've learned it's helped without getting hernias or blowing your butthole out. Yeah. <laughs> that was actually the first thing when I got into Strongman. The guy, this guy coached me. He's a former pro. That was the first tip he gave me ever. I'm like, so what do I... What do I do? What do I get in this? How do I get in the strong man? Now I compete with those guys I see on TV. He's like, one, don't blow your butthole out. <laughs> I that solid life advice for Solid anything. life advice. You know, that just seems like, like every morning thing, I wake like... up and I look in the mirror, you know, I, I piss excellence and I go, you're not going to blow your asshole. Okay? <laughs> exactly. Like, exactly. I take that to heart every single yeah. time I get in the gym. <laughs> that's, that's the next arena shirt. <laughs> don't blow your butthole out. For, this this is more for you two. I don't know if you know this. So I do. Well, I mean, the outside of the the napkin sketches he gives to t-shirt designers. Um, his well, photography. You didn't answer my calls. <laughs> his, you didn't call. Um, his photography work and a lot of his design work. I do mostly creative direction stuff. 
I have the power to make a don't blow your butthole up. <laughs> <laughs> and I will print it with or without him. Because oh, yeah. I still that have your logo. Great. And I have the power to just promote that. that <laughs> so we're all agree Gordon's out. <laughs> <laughs> Since we're on the topic, there is one just quick thing I want to add to this. Company. I'm going to make it an acronym. <laughs> when I was at my first uh, Strongman Nationals competition, I'd only been a Strongman about three months, and I had to go to the bathroom after car dad, le- car dad left because I uh, needed to go Missy there. deadlifted a car. And I needed to take care of something, you know, after... <laughs> <laughs> going to do car down. Hang on, wait. What model of car was it? It was a Toyota Camry with about 300 Of course pounds. it was a fucking Toyota. <laughs> <laughs> How many miles? I, I don't know about that. One more now. Like. <laughs> but I'll never forget it because I was just this rookie strongman. And this guy was like, oh, man, did you forget to put your man pawn in? I'm like, what the fuck is a man pawn? Well, you go to the bathroom, you take a bunch of toilet paper, and you stick it you know where. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And uh, I've never forgot about that since. Thank you. Or forgot. Yeah, have you ever forgotten your man pond? I don't need it now because I know how to brace appropriately. <laughs> you can control it now. Yeah. This is the experience. <laughs> the ins and I love that we sport. joked about lifting a Toyota and that was the fucking first car that he lifted. Well, yeah. naturally. Naturally, it's going to be a Toyota. Yeah. It's got to be. Oh. Oh, Lord. All right, you had a thing that you wanted to talk about, or was it him? It was him. Oh, I, I have a topic if we're if we're all yeah, out. Yeah. Bring um, so I, I work at a bar. I work at the Tamarack Taproom in Woodbury. Um, I see a lot of people, a lot of regulars, a lot of different people from different walks, big, small, every color you can imagine. Doesn't matter. It's a it's a really fun place as far as that goes. We're not pushing them so much, but as far as you know, just the unique people I meet. Um, I have a select group of ladies that come in who come in after their workout because she works third shift she works out she comes in for like a salad with some steak cool awesome mm-hmm. and I happen to ask them like hey what do you work out at oh we go to Planet Fitness mm. and I oh we're gonna miss topic <laughs> <laughs> no but it's, it's a it's a it's a different it's going a different direction I promise <laughs> alright alright um, and she, I, 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 I responded I with why um, <laughs> as, as do most people <laughs> like I, I couldn't I just I've been inside one once, and it's it was a lot like an experience in college. You're inside it once, you never want to go back. Um, but um, they said, "Oh well, there's no gym." How do they word it? Gym intimidation. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm. And I went, "Did you make that up now, or was that <laughs> is that what they pitched you when you paid that ex- extreme membership?" No, box? that's not Pinterest. Like, is that like live, laugh, love, gym intimidation? <laughs> um, but it got me thinking about it as far as, you know, different kind of gyms. I've, I've been in Ironworks once or twice. I played rugby in River Falls. A lot of the guys worked out there. Um, experiences, whatever it is, it's 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 cheap. People leave me alone. Um, and it's big, which is nice. Open area. But it gets me thinking about those things where they're, people are so worried about people belittling them or talking down to them because of what they can or cannot do in a in a mm-hmm. on a fitness setting mm-hmm. that that's why i've come to realize there's like two separate settings there's a, there's a high and a low but the middle ground is really really all the shitty stuff happens you get into the people that are are very much like you say like crossfit you can break into that really easy but it seems like for the most part people in that are are very supportive of one another i have friends that do it more olympic style lifting than like the crappie flop and pull-ups but it, it, <laughs> it's you, you, those back breaking like yeah I did, I did I did eighty pull ups you did too we don't need to get on a tangent across <laughs> that's, that's a slippery slope there um, I believe it's called kipping oh that god for those listening at home that is not form <laughs> anyway um, and then there's you know the the you know the, the power lifters the straw men the the gyms that are like ironworks where. Um, I think the only other one I really know in the area is uh, American Strength in I think Maple Grove yep. or Maple uh-huh. Wood. Yep. Yep. Maple um, I've heard I have friends that go there. I've heard great things about that. You're in an environment where people are, are not only supportive but willing to help, but not in a way that makes you feel 
any less about what you're doing because everyone has to start somewhere. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Like, I mean, I'm sitting next to this mountain. Um, <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> and uh, and, and he's, ta- he's talking about 200 pounds ago playing basketball full time. And I'm like, when? <laughs> the, the, oh, I popped another one. Like, shit. Um, <laughs> no joke. I shook his hand. I couldn't see mine. Like, it's got to, it's, it's funny, but. It's, it's a very different environment. People who are committed to it for the love of it will help you 100%. Yep. Absolutely. People who are there, I have, we have a guy at Experience, we call him the Dancing Douche. Mm. Um, he, no joke, is like pumping himself up, fist pumping full time, like flashing his abs in the mirror. Yep. And then he'll take 45 plump plates in each hand and like just run laps staring at people. He's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. That's not what you want. Ew. So, like, the the idea of, of building these gyms, especially, like you said, you know, you have 80-year-old 80, 80 couples on the, the Stairmaster, just, yeah, cool, he pulled 800 pounds. Yeah. Hey, good for you, boy. Good for you, Sonny. You look like my grandson. Like, it's, 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 it's a good thing to see. It's it's building a community of people who are like-minded, but also identify individuality. It's, it's Everyone important. has different goals. Well, absolutely. Yeah. But we should support each other in what we're trying to do to be better. You know, we shouldn't be looking to bring anyone down. Once I think two people get suckered into that whole gym thing, like it took me a while to figure out where I wanted to go. I mean, for me right now, it's it's convenience to drive just because of of time. I lived in River Falls for ten years. Mm-hmm. Um, I moved across the border for work. Um, it's been working well. I like where I go. I'm definitely coming to see you guys. That's not a, that's not a joke. It will happen. I just gotta yes. figure out. I just yes. gotta figure out the schedule. Right. Um, I'm having a hard time breaking away from the rugby mindset of training, and more into this. So I'm looking forward to hurting. Um, <laughs> uh, but it's it's much more a thing of you know people figuring out what they want to do i don't know it's it's good to see people that are supporting one another absolutely and it makes it means the world when when those people they see the support of like you know say it's like me and mike see someone just getting used to working out ironworks and we'll help them or it's a, or it's a kid because you know well we've had members say yeah we feel intimidated coming here but when we talk to them and let them know like hey yeah, exactly everyone we've all started somewhere it, and it doesn't matter where uh, they really appreciate that or like I see it as you know strength is universal if I see some 15 year old kid bench pressing 135 like hey dude that that's impressive like I couldn't do that when I was 15 so <laughs> and I've, I've seen that before when you know working with you my kid doing a was it squats or deadlifts and uh, it, you, you, he goes hold on I'll be right back he's gonna hurt himself and you know walked him literally from the ground up through the entire deadlift and I've seen that kid before since then stop go oh wait no I'm doing this wrong and fix right. it himself and continue mm-hmm. right I mean part of why I think I mean I can't speak for you Lewis, but I think he agrees with this is we like seeing personally I like helping kids because I know what I was like when I was in high school and just those few words of attention of trying to help me do better you know if someone's going to do a repetitive movement like a squat and they don't know how to do it and your 30 seconds of input could literally impact their whole life it's valuable like your words or your work at that point that means a lot exactly i went into coaching (laughs) yeah when you have that position of power honestly you can impress such a good impact on kids or anyone for that matter and it's a very powerful position to be in and fixing my lack of deadlift form or or (laughs) that or that which we've done that was the first story I heard about you what so we're sitting having a beer because that's what we do um and I was like a kid in a candy shop he's sitting there and he's geeking out and he's like oh I I was doing this and stop 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 what did I do wrong everything <laughs> he's like we he's like we just this and this and this and you know change this that and the other and fix everything around and all of a sudden I've got 200 more pounds on the bar and up it went. I'm yeah. like that sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. I mean yeah. like like there's zero reason I mean I I couldn't tell you what I could pull right now. I haven't done anything to see where my my max end lies right now. Mm-hmm. But as I was say there's zero reason that you shouldn't be just kicking my ass. And that's that. Um, I'm incredibly excited with this in the what two months? Mm-hmm. Two months, right, sir. Uh, d- don't that, start. We've had <laughs> that's, 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 that's on the next episode of the arena. <laughs> that was on the first episode. That's a different story. <laughs> 
very. Do you hear <laughs> mandolin? <laughs> nope, nope, nothing. They just put up the walls. Let's not knock them down. Hey guys, That's June right. 8th, uh, Dropkick and Flocking Molly in concert. We're, we're. All right. <laughs> I'm not going to live. Except for that. And that's where Minneapolis used to be. <laughs> but uh, coming off of two spinal injuries and having physical therapists and doctors saying, oh, you're never going to deadlift over 250. And then coming around and Mike saying, oh, by the way, you deadlifted not quite twice that, but we're working there. Mm. It's like, ha, 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 screw you. What do you One know? Later, you and your 12 years of school. Crumpled in his apartment. No, I've, been, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been in that same spot. I mean, I, I have scoliosis. I was told at 12 that you'll never, you know, be able to work a hard labor job. Yeah. Um, I've messed up my back multiple times. Uh, just my most recent injury is two herniated discs. Uh, and the doc, I remember the, the doc's like, you're never gonna, you know, deadlift over 500 pounds. I'll show you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> About four weeks later, I'm, I'm pulling eight, over 800 again. So, granted, I mean, still being smart, listening to my doctor doing rehab, but like knowing that you're physically capable of, of getting past those hurdles, it's more of what? What are you? Is wanting? it more of a mental game than a physical thing? A at little that bit point? of a like, little bit of both. A little bit of both. Okay. Yeah, a little bit of both. So like when it happened, it was it was actually kind of embarrassing. So I deadlifted 855, you know, a lifetime, you know, lifetime PR. Two days later, I moved to my new apartment. So, <laughs> so he was like, moving in the couch. Like, not even that. I was like, I was packing boxes on Friday. I deadlifted on Wednesday. I packed, I started packing on Friday. Saturday morning, I can't like walk. I get out of bed and just fall off the bed. Like I can't walk. It hurts so my back and leg hurts so bad. I'm thinking like. There's no fucking way this happened from just me moving boxes. Like, but it did. <laughs> but it did. I remember I go, so I go, to the, I go to the hospital like two days later because I like this ain't getting better. And I tell the doc, and they're like, it might have been your deadlift, but we're pretty sure it's because you, <laughs> all the twisting of furniture. I'm like, that, that just shouldn't be. And um, yeah, dealing with that was rough, uh, really painful. I know Mike, Mike knew when I was dealing with it because I was not touching weights at all. I couldn't. I couldn't do anything. All I could do was kind of shuffle around the gym like an old man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but doing my rehab, you know, taking it day by day, being you have to be optimistic about it. You have to be very positive. It's it's very tough if you get a bad injury and you can't lift. If you think negatively of it, it will drain you. So keeping that positive mindset, and then you know, with weeks of rehab, I I got I got a cortisone shot in it, and now I mean back as good as new. So when when you're dealing with an injury like that, uh, is that when you kind of put more into coaching or more into work? Yeah, more into yeah. work, more into coaching. Um, taking a take training takes a backseat, uh, and then basically just learning how to how to work around it. Um, I, after that injury, I learned how much more important I need to work on my abdominal strength. How much more important I need to do stretching on a daily basis. I mean, I was stretching three to five times a day with that injury, and now I still do just to make sure it never happens again. So, you know, you see the positives out of it. So do this injury, I learned, I need to work on this and this and this. And now because of it, I'm better for it. Moving will get you though. Like I, I moved in December. And, hey, and I, I like moving the worst. I, I sprained. I was good. I was working out consistently. All cool. Yeah, like you said, sprained my knee, and now I have like IT band issues in my left knee right now. Oh uh, yeah, it's never like, through like, like working out. When you we get hurt. done, you will see me like get stand up and go. Wait, nope, not quite. Uh, it's it's not fun. It's well, working out is when you're doing things properly. Like you let so your guard down when you're moving. Yeah, I was box. so I was so loose and just like I don't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that you got the guy that shows off when you move. Like, no, I'll take the eight boxes. <laughs> what? Why? I've never, I've sure, never right? been that guy. <laughs> no, it's like I'd yeah. I'll move this couch myself. Well, I got a, I got a groceries. Another thing though, one trip or death. Yeah, one trip, yep. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, why would you take I've more always, than one? I've, I've always been the yeah the guy who gets hit up for moving. Like, oh, we're moving. If you're not busy, really? Like, oh. Why? I don't know. I don't understand. It's because like it's tough for me to say things. no. It's tough for me to say no. It's because you got a pickup truck. What do you have a truck? I was say, you get a truck? <laughs> it's not, it's not even that. I've learned to be like, I'll do it if there's either going to be cash or pizza there. <laughs> oh, there has to be pizza. Like, well, what kind cash, of monster doesn't move and give people pizza? I didn't do pizza when I moved, but I bought not only beer, but I bought good beer. 
Okay, well, I mean, like, they, 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 yeah. re, re, you rewarded them either way. Yeah, yeah like they, they showed up and went, oh, you got beer. They're thinking, like, it's like a case of old style. And I, I busted out, like, a couple, like, four packs of, like, good craft stuff. Okay, and well, like, I mean, that, really? that's fair then. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, what kind of monsters, like, yeah, no, help me move. And no compensation. I've dealt with that before. Did you move their stuff back? <laughs> I basically... I was holding one of their chairs saying, you're either going to pull money out of your wallet or you're going to give me some food or I'm not moving. Bullshit, you flipped the U-Haul and we know it. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to walk this back to the lot. Exactly. exactly. I mean, like, I make the joke always when I have my Cavalier is a nice thing. If I got too drunk, couldn't drive home, I could just carry my car back. Like, you guys are bringing to a different level. They literally can. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not worried about over drinking and be like, hey Mike, like where you live close, right? Yeah. <laughs> the boombox car carry. Yeah. <laughs> the cop pulls him over. What? I'm just carrying and drinking. Leave me alone. <laughs> Are you carrying? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, Euless, if you're ever bored, I got this really great 1970s hide-a-bed couch, steel frame. Really lightweight. (laughs) (laughs) Like like Ronnie lightweight? Uh, Like, took me, Clark, and two others to move it. It took a Clark? Yeah. Oh, Clark struggled with his end. (laughs) His end. The man's a unit of size, and he struggled. I was mentally prepared to just burn that thing in front of my storage unit after getting off the trailer. I might donate it to Ironworks for his new equipment. Something to move outside. <laughs> Squat this. Squat cut, this cut, some of the, cut out the centers and use it like a log press. <laughs> oh, good times. <laughs> Any other questions, comments, concerns? Um, I I don't have much. Um, I'm, I'm hoping to see a lot more of you guys in the future. Um, I know for sure. I mean, I speak for myself. I'm assuming as well as Gordon. Love to have you guys down here again on this. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, it was fun. Maybe next time we'll feed you beer that tastes like eggs. Uh, and I'll take yeah, my Ritalin next time. Not yeah, also, things. I am so sorry about that, guys. Like, you guys showed up in the wrong episode of DOL. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like, that's... We, we, it was one of the more informative ones. Oh, absolutely. Like, so Gordon and I... I don't know we, there's that hot dog taste, tasting episode. I gotta find that one. I wouldn't mind being on that episode. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe next time, if we can get this crew to sit down again, we'll clear off this table of the epic amount of beer cans and uh, maybe do a little competitive eating. Yes. You also uh, win, I, but I, also uh, I don't know. I, I do do competitions. That That's cute. Wait, you <laughs> can. Oh, not, not serious. Not yet. Not, I only do challenge. I do like the actual series. No, no, no. But like we've, I think I feel like everyone Gordon does. I everyone feel, of I us here has done this. I am the one and only to compete to finish the 420 challenge over at the Hog Pen. And I mean, I've done a 420 challenge, but I don't think it's that All right, let's talk about what this challenge is going to be so that viewers or listeners can know what we're going to do. Well, the Hog Pen's 420 challenge is 20 pound uh, 20 pounds four oh. pounds of food <laughs> in 20 I minutes choked in my beer <laughs> yeah. it's uh two pound burger two pounds of fries yeah. and it's just a my issue with it was it's just a plain burger patty this kind of smashed and f- thrown on the grill was there no cheese on this one no there's nothing it's just oh. a dry so you need the cheese bun. to slide it down yeah. right and i tackled the Hot burger sauce. first what i shouldn't i should have cut it up and let yeah. it cool down because i was burning my mouth and by the time you're done chewing up a dry ciabatta bun, That's then cool. you have this pile of fries in front of you. You're uh, like, oh, son of a. I so, you eat the fries first while they're still hot. I, finish, I didn't finish in 20 minutes. It took me 32 minutes, but I'm the only other, the only guy behind me. Uh, he was about three or four bites away, and he ended up tossing his cookies in the bathroom. So I'm the only person to finish it. I'd like to do it again, but I'm going to ask that they put like cheese or lettuce or t- some yeah. sort of cheese flavor on there. So is, I did the. Have you heard of the, the Fuddruckers challenge? I've heard of it. It's a, a long time it's ago. It's a three pound burger, one pound of fries. Um, oh. That was disgusting. <laughs> they at least had like cheese on. Like they li- literally, it was this big three pound burger. They just put like two slices of cheese on it. I'm like, that's it. Like, and the, come on, <laughs> the bun was terrible. Um, that was probably the most painful one I've done. Um, you had a seated 60 minutes. I did it like right at 52. Um, yeah, that was probably the, like the worst challenge where like, the bur- the burger like was the worst part. Yeah, I, I just need some flavor there. Otherwise, like you're just chewing for the sake of it. You're just chewing this meat that has yeah. no flavor well, and you get sick of it. 
And what kind of garbage burger, like, would you want? Like, it's just probably just beef. There's no pork or anything. Mixed no, there's into no it, seasoning right? on it. No, yeah. it's just straight. Yeah. It's just a straight beef patty. No, this was a Saturday. No, no, it was a Sunday afternoon, and the only other people in there were a couple, uh, like, four older guys who were regulars. They're heckling me the whole time. Yeah. The cook came out, looked at me, goes, "Oh yeah, he can do it." And just to shut up the hecklers, I ordered two spotted cows instead of water, like everybody oh, else. Wow. <laughs> oh. Well, I mean, if you're drunk, you got the munchies going on. Well, like. I mean, if you, if you think about, like, I did 10 years in kitchens, roughly. <clears throat> Prep cook to kitchen manager. You're going to get a dry season burger every time in most places because they fucking hate making it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have made food challenges. It's not fun because no one ever orders them. I mean, you're the only person I've talked to that orders one on a Sunday afternoon when there's no one there. <laughs> right. Everyone else is like, oh, it's Saturday so- night and dinner rush. All Let's the have a six-pound burger. Yeah. No, the, yeah. my, my buddy texts me and goes, hey, there's a food challenge in Baldwin. I'm like, done. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> no convincing at all. Yeah. Well, but see, like, that seems like the time to do it when there's nobody else there. Absolutely. And they can actually take a little bit of care of making it. You might get a better one. Uh, like, no. I asked for medium well, rare. Well, no, I, I mean. Medium well. They're like, oh, no, it's Gordon. We're going to make this like shit. Yeah. So. Yep. I call <laughs> this guy to suffer. We want to see what he can do. I call ahead to his places. <laughs> <laughs> you have a lot of factors working against you. <laughs> there is one we need to do in Stillwater, though. I don't know if they still have it. It's uh, Leo's Malt Shop on the corner there, right oh, by the I bridge. Love Leo's. So Everyone. when I first started cooking 14 years ago, um, it was Lily's at the time. That was my first cooking job. I was a prep cook there. Mm-hmm. They had one when they changed over ownership right before I left called the Double Jumbo. If I'm not mistaken, it was like a two and a half pound burger, but it's done patty melt style, but double stacked. Oh. And it's like cheese and so- it's so delicious. delicious. That sounds amazing. And, it, and like a pound of fries. So it was like a three pound challenge or three and a half roughly. I used to eat it with no side for lunch because I was like a skinny 15-year-old like kid who <laughs> was like hitting puberty and his testosterone was just like fucking food. Um, like, I went from like a buck 50 to like 220 in like a year. <laughs> and now we know what happened. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it didn't go anywhere. Um, it Start just calling kept, you Leo. It kept getting bigger. Um, um, no, I know that. Let's not, let's not make friends with them. I, that owner's reason I left. Um, he's a nice enough guy, but don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't mess with that. Don't I, I remember. I must have been 13, 14 years old, and we're in Green Bay, Wisconsin, and Lombardi's restaurant is there, and I got the Lombardi burger, just thinking, ooh, cheeseburger. I'm a little kid in this three-pound patty with oh, everything on it. They didn't it. stop you? You're a kid, and they're just like, no, no. Like, no, you can do it. Obviously what he <laughs> Look wants. Look at this child. <laughs> I was not small as Look a child. And yeah, what he looks like a 15-year-old. No, I, <laughs> <laughs> He's got stubble. He's fine. <laughs> but I mowed through that burger before everybody else finished their dinner, and I'm eyeing the Lombardi Trophy ice cream pile, which is reserved for wedding parties that you have to call ahead for wondering if the wedding party bias is going to eat all of it oh my god <laughs> there uh yeah it's 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 been the definition of our friendship yes. actually uh, uh, well tamarack has the the burger challenge over there don't they, they they don't do it full time um it is only on select days they'll bring it back and they what they do is they'll do a qualifying time i guess you'll have like a x one a time where anyone that has one is qualified to compete in like the next round, uh-huh. as long as you like finish it in the way. Well, you have time. to qualify, in but that well, the well, no, like you you finish the challenge, but then what happens is the next round, um, is everyone that they go head to head and they time it, so it ended up being down to like one guy who like I can't remember how big the challenge was, but I think it was like under a minute and a half he killed like a full burger Ooh. and like fries. It was like a triple wow. stack and all this stuff. Like just just. I mean, like, watching Furious Pete eat is what it was like. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Just unhinge the jaw and just yeah. right in. Well, the only... I, I've never been good at speeding. I can just continue yeah. to eat. As long as I don't stand up and, like, all the food settles at the up. bottom. Don't let your brain tell your stomach that you're full. Right. <laughs> but the, I, I, I had to... to I, we're, I work at a brewery, and we had a Packer game, which the brewery seats about 45, 50 people. We were packed. It was standing room only already. And then we got a call from a uh, uh, what are the Tappern Travelers, and said, "Hey, we had to make a last-minute adjustment. Can we come to you?" And oh, okay. I'm like, um, 
cool, I just got my burger. They're going to be here in about three minutes. I inhaled the big patty from Patty Ryan's in under... That's a big burger. Yeah, under two minutes. And that's a quarter pound patty, about a quarter pound of pulled pork, and then other stuff on there along with fries and bun, and my, I had my drink. And then the Russian people came through. Mm. Not a good idea, in hindsight. <laughs> Are you just sweating? Yes. <laughs> He's gasping over the bar. He goes, right. Want some yeah. beer? <sighs> <laughs> got the meat sweats. But if you, if you've got the meat off. sweats, you can't like deny it. Like, what's wrong with you? Never meat sweats. Meat sweats. Meat sweats. Yeah. <laughs> There's too much protein. Yeah, people are like, why are you sweating when you're eating? It's like because I'm intense with it. Like, because <laughs> I was also watching cops. <laughs> I used to work at a barbecue joint just outside of town, and that was the problem. Is I bartended, and I I want to eat like four pork chops and yeah. like the mac and cheese and everything and get done and it's like no it's it's five o'clock we're gonna get busy in half an hour you cannot be that sweaty <laughs> you just consumed a pound and a half of meat standing while, while bartending no 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 <laughs> oh hot sauce sure chased by whiskey all right <laughs> maybe <laughs> not fun you talking dirty over there you know it <laughs> was forced to chase a ghost pepper burger with ghost pepper barbecue sauce with nothing but whiskey to chase it down. And we're back to don't blow out your butthole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Full I, circle. I'm pretty sure that just brings it back around to the the end here. Gordon, you want to close this out? <laughs> the whole real Keep an eye out next week for the uh, the don't blow out your butthole t-shirts. <laughs> Mike, Mike, I've got you on Instagram. I'll send one over. Yeah, I'll, I'll find you. Yeah, you'll find <laughs> Thanks again, you listen, Mike, Justin, coming down. Uh, thank you again to everybody to listening to this episode of Rules of the Arena podcast. You can find this on BlindNinjaStudios.com. Make sure you go follow them on Facebook and check out their website along with their other podcasts. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>